0: Singles Only time. Paul Farvar here, your host. This week's episode features comedian Andy Haynes. And you might ask yourself, how is he on a podcast called Singles Only when we know that he is married to comedian Rosebud Baker? Well, he is providing us with his own voice of reason, uh, playing the counterpoint to the years of me telling comedians not to date other comedians, and also provides a little insight into... Dating a comedian or marrying a comedian, which he did twice. Fun episode, hilarious comedian. If you get a chance, please, please check him out on the road. Speaking of the road, I'll be on the road as well. I'm in Chicago this week uh, at Zanies and at Laugh Factory, and as well as uh, another show, Tatas, in, um, in the city. Next week, I'm headlining Side Splitters in Tampa. This is a big deal for me. So if you know anyone in Tampa on August 7th, Sunday, please tell them to come check out my show. Then I'll be headlining the new club, Laugh Out Loud in Winter Haven, Florida. Also excited to be headlining that weekend there. Come back to Chicago August 19th and 20th to perform at the Laugh Factory. And then headline CG's Comedy Club August 26th and 27th in Brook. Get your tickets. September I'll be in Oklahoma City and Arizona as well. So get your tickets out there. Email me at pfarvar at um, if you've got any questions, concerns, and uh, if you've given us review, um, I really appreciate it. I, I really, really love all the reviews we have gotten so far. Paul F. Comedy uh, updates, updates to my uh, schedule will be located there. And uh, check out our sponsors, eh?
1: Where does creativity come from? Are talented people born that way? Can you have talent and not even know it? These are the questions explored in the podcast Type Tune Ten. Tom Kranz chats with writers, musicians, and artists, most of whom found their talent by accident, late in life, or hiding under layers of denial. Subscribe to Type Tune Ten wherever
0: you get your podcasts. Hey, it's time for another edition of Singles Only podcast. We have no voice a reason on this show, but I don't think we need one because this is a very special episode. Uh, you might have noticed that Singles Only was a question mark this week because our guest is not single. In fact, he's very married. Yeah, Andy Haynes, how are you? I'm
1: good, man. Thanks for having me.
0: Oh, I'm I'm excited for this episode because you are doing what I tell people not to do, which mm-hmm. is not only well date and marry a comedian
1: yeah yeah uh yeah. <laughs> it's my second marriage to a comedian too
0: right so this is this is going to be so much information for our guests hopefully we can get it all in but first I want to say um, I met you doing comedy and uh, you're one of my favorite comedians to watch on stage oh, thanks, you, man. you live the life that I want to live in terms of uh, a career doing shows other than being married which I think is an outdated institution which mm-hmm. we'll talk about as yeah, well yeah yeah I agree so uh Andy what do you what say you to the folks like myself who say uh, dating comedians as a comedian is a bad idea um you know I'm like a serial monogamist
1: and I also am not very adventuresome you know like when it comes to how I date and so almost all my dating has just been proximity, you know, like I don't go out. So you're to, lazy. Kind of, <laughs> kind of. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I, I don't go to bars. I don't drink. Right. And um, I did apps and stuff like that. But it was like if I vibed with somebody, I would just try to d- ask them out and things like that. And it would just be those were the people near me. And I think, um, you know, I always thought I always liked kind of um, – like a mean bitchy lady who <laughs> had a good sense of humor. Okay. And so it just kind of perfect storm. Um and, and you know I like I think it's weird that people say don't date comedians because it, like no other profession does that. No other profession's
0: like, you know. Yes they do. All all professions do. You're lawyers don't do it date You're other not lawyers. supposed Well, they do, but you're not supposed to date let me let me You mean like at
1: the same company.
0: Correct. Yeah. But we are a same company. Comedians are doing shows. We're all
1: independent contractors. (laughs) We're all independent contractors. And no, I don't know. It's like there's definitely like in the past, I wish I wouldn't have um, married people, (laughs) certain people. Um, So your marriage to Roseanne Barr didn't work out. No. She was pretty... Un- un- unpredictable, and yeah, she could get especially on the drugs. Yeah, yeah she gets get pretty nasty when she yeah. had a few edibles. <laughs> uh No, I. It's like it, it was just like. So I, I, I went through a divorce, and I, I, I was never really like. I did dumb things like I'll admit that like I was stupid about it. I tried to date people on shows that I worked on, and I tried to date people like the assistant to a producer that I was working for, you know, like I would right? all that stuff was comedy
0: adjacent or things that were in proximity to you because it was easy.
1: Yeah. I also don't think I have like game. So like I'm a slow burn guy. Like you need to see me 11 times before you want to sleep with me. (laughs) And, and so like I would, you know, like I'd flirt, but like it just, it just always ended up that I don't I dated regular women um, I dated women that like, uh, you know, I dated this architect for a while and I dated, um, a couple actors and I dated, um, a chef. Um, but All they, in New York, this is New York living and LA, okay. New York and LA. Okay. And, um, I don't think I actually, until, until I was like. 32 i didn't really date casually i okay. never did I, I literally would like sleep with you once and then i'd be like we're we're on our way to the altar you know like
0: <laughs> was that always like were you what were you like in high school were you kind of like uh
1: i mean i tried to hook up with people but if i liked you i, I tried to date you okay i, I never did you had have that, game
0: in high school though
1: i had like drunk dude game i never you know <laughs> i i don't think i've ever done anything like
0: smoothly in my life when you would drink, you could you had game because you have confidence or or that that's the way I was. I, I couldn't talk to people. I was extremely shy around women unless I had like drinks in me.
1: Yeah, I, I just think I was extremely self conscious. I don't know if I was shy, right. but I was like a, a yeah. buzzkill. You know, <laughs> I definitely like. I mean, there's like some times in my life like this is me and um some other married older comics were like hang out at uh, Moon Tower in Austin, Austin yeah. and we just exchanged like two hours of stories that like of times that we almost got laid, but we fucked it up. Like it was like the funnest thing oh, in the yeah. world just to be like, and I, I should have done it, but you know, like this, 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 and this happened. I think about it every day. Uh, you know, like just funny. That was like, I had a lot more stories like that. Like where like, I like, <laughs> you know, fucking whiffed the ball or whatever. Um, muffed it. <laughs>
0: You mean like as an adult or when you were younger? As an adult, you know, just like a... Just not getting clues, like... Yes,
1: like, I remember I worked on this show and this uh, actress who, like, was like a Maxim model. Yeah. We were flirtatious and also I smoked pot at the time and she really liked smoking pot, so I would, like, smoke pot with her a lot. And one night she was, like, it was like the whole nine yards it was like you're funny and like (laughs) touching me and i was just like i was just like wow she's like she's really cool and it was like (laughs) no dude she was (laughs) she wanted to fuck she wanted that for one second yeah yeah Uh, and then it was never it was never
0: happening again it is funny like the next day when you start saying out loud what happened and you're just like oh my god yeah like i'm an idiot I have yeah. a lot of those.
1: Or like somebody will tell you. That's the worst. Somebody will tell you, uh, like a couple years later, they'll be like, "I had the biggest crush on you," and you're like, "What? <laughs> Damn it! I'm married now." <laughs>
0: um, was that? Does that come from? Uh, were you like that in? Uh, let me ask you this: What's the longest relationship you had when you were uh, before you got married the first time? Did you uh, have? You say you're a serial monogamous. So was that?
1: Three years. Okay, so that's it. Was a lot of three year relationships. Like I had a high school sweetheart that was like on and off from sophomore year to like through college, but okay. it was never like we were never really together. It and was the... like we went to different colleges and we lived in different places in high school, so it would be like a summer here, a summer there, but right. always
0: together when you were together. Yeah. Did you lose your virginity then at that time when you were? There? No, I
1: should have. I could have lost so my you virginity didn't... and then things like that one was like that was like a fucking movie script it was like uh (laughs) tell us we met we like fell in love we were like 15 we went away the 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 end we were summer camp counselors together and she (laughs) um she went back to her high school i went back to my high school we didn't and then on friday
0: the 13th something weird would happen yeah yeah exactly
1: (laughs) Uh, no. And then we came back the next summer and she was like, I, you know, I love you, whatever. And I like saw this like hot young, you know, like boobed woman. And I was <laughs> like, I'm going to go for this one over Instead, here. Yeah. And then like at the end of the summer, I was like, I'm an idiot. I love you. And like, we were just about to like have sex for the first time. And, um, the, uh, like I, like a nerdy kid came down and he was like, Andy, You've hurt Meredith's feelings. Like, and then my <laughs> girlfriend at the time ran off, and I was just like, Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> but going back to the the thing about dating people outside of this profession, right? It would just be like everything would be going well, and then like it would be like Valentine's Day, and I'd be, it'd be we'd like have show. We'd have dinner, we'd like make out, have sex, whatever, watch a movie, and then it would be like, oh, I have to go do a show, and right. they're like. What and I was like, Yeah, I'm gonna do a show. And I think you know, there's multiple times where I left something to go do a show, and I could tell that that was like the, it, the even, beginning of the end.
0: Even if it, uh, even if it wasn't something that was hurting to the person, you there's this remorse or guilt that you have when you leave a situation or you have to say, No, I gotta cancel our plans because I just got a show or something, yeah, and that's the That's one of the positives of dating someone in the industry, Um, but what I say and tell me what if you've ever done this is instead of dating other comedians, we should date other people with um, that get the hustle, like uh, musicians, for example. They have the same; they understand the importance of, you know, stage stage time or whatnot, Mm -hmm. and you don't have the downsides of.
1: Yeah, I think you need somebody who understands like. A schedule, yeah. Like Like, an
0: architect's not going to understand that, or a lawyer. Yeah, I mean, she was a fucking like
1: train wreck drunk, so it didn't. I don't understand what she was getting precious about, but (laughs) she also just didn't like that I like couldn't afford a house, and you know, she was like, "What do you? Why
0: do you have six roommates?" Yeah,
1: literally, like, you know, what are you? What are you doing? You're almost forty. And then, you know, there was other people that like respected the hustle but they didn't get the nighttime thing of it you know yeah um or like people that were kind of like like the architect was really like okay well like you're almost 40 and you don't have any kind of you are not prepared for any next step of life like do you think it's time maybe to like (laughs) reevaluate you know and it was like i'm gonna choose comedy probably over you (laughs) um but yeah you know it's like I, I agree, like somebody who is, re- like you have to, ha- I really think you have to have somebody who's either completely content doing their own thing and being like, you know, a, whatever, a domestic engineer, you know, like a mom right. or whatever, like, uh, you know, those kind of things. <laughs> you I, That's a very weird position. There's not a lot of comics that make enough money to support somebody. Right. Um or that they're just, like, fine having their job and seeing each other. Like, one one thing about me and my wife that's really great is I think we get sick of each other pretty easily. You know, like, we it, we don't have anywhere to go during the yeah. day, especially when she's not on on a job. And we do shows a lot of times where we're, like, near each other. So, it's, like, a lot of times we're seeing each other, like, 22 hours of the day or whatever. Right. And so it's nice, like, that we can leave each other for five days here, a month here. Like, it's, like, it makes it kind of fresh and stuff like that. Um, but, like, I think you're completely right, like, in that, like, unless you have, like, some kind of, like, perfect partner who's, like, very secure and fine with this, like, their life, and then you come and go from it, then you would need somebody who's just as, like, will drop everything for their job and their job is like, which is like, it's a hard bargain. It's not a normal thing to be like, Oh, I'm going to leave your father's wake because (laughs) this bar,
0: I have a guest spot at Caroline's. They said
1: I could run, run five there, you know, like that somebody has got to get it.
0: Yeah, well, let me ask you this because obviously, and I think that it's a little different when you're more established as a comedian, and and you and Rosewood are are at a level now where it's like, okay, you guys are already established. A lot of the stuff that comedians face, the competitiveness, or like not jealousy so much as just like, why? Like, you are competing for the same slots when you are a comedian. Going back to your first relationship with a comedian, was were the common pitfalls of dating another comedian there where it was like there was animosity if something someone one of you got something and one of you didn't? Because at that point, you were probably how old were you when you were married? 20, okay, uh,
1: 29, 30. Perfect. So yeah. that's
0: the time where start people start getting JFL things like that. Big um <clears throat> events for those of you who don't know, JFL is a huge comedy thing that uh, happens every year in Canada, mm-hmm. and comedians want to get that was that something that became a pro- a problem in the relationship in your first
1: um marriage to some extent cuz i like i didn't like i said i didn't prepare at all for like adulthood so i always had like odd jobs and, and you
0: say it in the past tense like you you have now like <laughs> i feel a little more
1: put together cuz i've like started doing like consultancy and things like right. that and i have like a resume and a portfolio like i've i've done a good job of like surviving up until now but i think that it was like my first marriage i was like kind of like just a you know a mercenary i was doing whatever i could to make money and then she booked a bunch of commercials and just all of a sudden had like a hundred thousand dollars which was insane to us back then and i was i was pretty jealous and i was also like what am I going to do? Like if like, there's no way, like if you're on television that you're going to want to date this guy, who's not famous. But then I got a bunch of stuff that was like comedy evaluating. It wasn't, or not evaluating, um, whatever that word is like confirming and, um, affirmation. Yeah. 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 Like some, some, uh, high watermark type of stuff. Like, uh, what's that called? Bed? what's that called? Uh, Notch. Bed, Bath & Beyond? Yes, Bed, Bath & Beyond. Oh,
0: uh notches on your bed.
1: Yeah, yeah. I got those things. And um, she wasn't really like, she was mad. Supportive, right? Well, she was just like, I want the comedy confirmation. Like, the money didn't matter to her at that point. And that was, we, we kind of had, I mean, obviously we had an unhealthy relationship. I don't think we really, either of us really wanted to to marry specifically the other person. I think it would have been anybody that kind of fit the shape. Mm-hmm. I think we were kind of like playing house. Um, but then she got on TV shows and stuff, and it, it just was like... And I got on a writing staff, and it was all of a sudden like we just didn't care about the marriage because we had this exciting career. Right. That was it took the, over. Yeah. And um, that was a thing like, you know, like at the beginning of my current marriage that was hard where... Um, you know, my wife has had like a meteoric last couple of years. Absolutely. And she's just doing so great. And there was like a, like, are you going to like want to be seen with me pretty soon? <laughs> and also like, do you care that i like, don't have any money? Um, but then I kind of just like started going like, well, a, like there, she's just done so much that that's like, I can't be competitive with her. She's like, you know like light years not beyond me but just she's like fucking killing it so hard she's getting everything she ever wanted and she's so good at kind of the maneuvering of just coming up in this um but also i just tried to like i was just like really conscious of the fact that i was just trying to be really supportive really happy for her and
0: you guys are very supportive of each other and she is to you. I, I heard her on a podcast recently, just giving you props on a joke and stuff like that. It's, it's yeah, pretty she's, cool. She's really
1: sweet to me it's, for now. We'll see what happens. It's so happens. funny. Yeah. Cause <laughs> she's like, she can be such a, like a mean little, you know, <laughs> ball of boobs. And then she's like, she'll like fight somebody online. Cause they like criticized me. You know, yeah. like she's, she's very supportive and she's also like, she doesn't leave me out of things like there's right. certain things where like i'll be like oh you should go do that on your own because this is like your thing you know and i don't want to be like distract you um but she's never ever been like like oh you shouldn't come to this because i you know i i, I want to be by myself or something like that. right like she's she's very supportive and normal in that but you know it's like going back to there is the jealousy thing, you know, like, and there's times where it's like you've, you feel, um, pretty minute in comparison to your partner, but it's not like she doesn't think I'm funny or like, she's like feigning her, like whatever respect, you know, yeah. like that I think is the hardest thing is like, I've seen a lot of guys where they'll date somebody just cause they're hot or like, you know, <laughs> yeah. like they'll be like, Oh, this fucking open micers like hot as hell. And then you like watch her act and you're like, Jesus Ugh. Christ um she can learn to be funny i don't really see a lot of like <laughs> women have so much more like self-respect i don't see like women just dating like dumb bad comics oh i see
0: that i see that with all the chicago time. it's yeah. different
1: uh <laughs> <laughs> but in new york i don't see that a lot like i've seen it but um but you'll see these guys and they'll be dating somebody who's just like not funny and then they have to like Bring them everywhere with them and act. Oh, it's and the worst. Like yeah. all these like sad older guys who like will bring <laughs> some girl on the road and you're like, bro, like.
0: This is not a good look, especially now. Can't yeah. you
1: take the weekend off? Like, <laughs> come on. This is like creepy. It's also creepy because now it's like you're like, you, you're kind of like <laughs> uh, grooming this young right. bad comic. Um, that was like a thing I saw in LA all the time.
2: It
0: happens here too. It happens all over. You'll see these comedians and then you're like, oh, I'm seeing this comic all the time now. And then you see the show and you see them and they're bad. You're like, oh, I see what's going on here. That's why you're, you're promoting this person. But also going back to what you said about how healthy you and, and Rosebud are now, you also had like a, a practice round, right? Like you've learned from your past relationships, not only with, Uh, I mean, specifically with other comedians, right? So you know now when something big happens, you're like, okay, I didn't like when I was getting the comedy affirmation um, and my partner wasn't supportive. Mm -hmm. I mean, even, of course, you probably are already supportive anyway, but it's like, okay, do you kind of like, you you compensate for that too because you know how it feels to be on the other side of that, right? And also naturally, you're probably a better person.
1: Yeah, I mean, I just think, like, also, I got sober. I got sober, and I spent a lot of time working on not obsessing over myself. And then I spent a lot of time in therapy the last couple years, like, on and off for, like, most of my sobriety and a little before that. So I think all of those things kind of, like, just kind of coalesced into being, like, a more complete person. I, I, I still... You know, I still get petty and I still, um, you know, like for a long time I was a mover, like recently, like up until last year, I was like working in a moving company to make extra money when I couldn't be on the road. And my wife was like writing on TV shows and like she would be like, you know, like ask me to do some fucking docile Ta- task like the second i got home and i'd be like i just got home from work like what the fuck are you talking about and she's like i've been working all day and i'm like you have not been working not physical. L- like look at these hands like <laughs> are you embarrassed that you worked all day you know like <laughs> are you covered in fucking dust mites and skin dander um and you know like that shit would would get in the way but i i think more than anything i just really had to like because i my first marriage was like, I, I don't even, I don't even hold any ill will. We're pretty friendly. And, you know, she wished me happy birthday the other day. Um, and I think the second we got divorced, we were like, how did we ever get married? You know?
2: Okay. I know it's all fun and games. My Better Call Paul spiels on stage or my shirts that say Better Call Paul. Uh, donating a lot of the money for charity, by the way. Uh, PaulFComedy.com. You can get your shirt As always, but here's the thing. If you actually need a lawyer, you have to get professional help. So if you're injured on the job, you don't know what kind of compensation you're entitled to, or you're injured in a car accident. Don't handle something on your own. And don't call some random person that you see in commercials on daytime TV. Call someone that really knows what they're doing. Someone that's helped workers were injured for over 20 years in Chicago and beyond. My good friend, attorney Scott Shapiro, he is your man. Give him a call. Here's the thing. He also handles entertainment law. Whether you're a comedian, a musician, a podcaster, a wrestler, an actor, anything, he's handled all these things for 20 years here in Chicago. He is your guy. Give him a call, 312-627-1650, or email him at scott at scottshapirolegal.com. All consultations initially free of charge. Your first consultation is free. You have nothing to lose. Don't take any chances. Call my friend Scott Shapiro, 312-627-1650, scott at scottshapirolegal.com. Tell him I sent you. You're
0: welcome. You've grown up you grew up you both grew individually, so there's no animosity there. You know, it's like Yeah, I think we both kind yeah. of recognize the L and When you uh when you were da- you've dated other comedians too or yes. just you just go marry them. You don't just date them. Oh, I I've dated comedians. I've dated quite a few. When you break up with that person, what about that downside where you're now sharing shows or people like oh can you do this show so and so is that something that hurt your career at all in a way or just made it uncomfortable because it definitely makes it uncomfortable for the people around you
1: I think it definitely hurt me in a way where I was pretty dumb in a show business sense like I can remember a time in like 2013 or 14 where I was trying to get on a writing staff and my manager at the time was like okay here's the producers and here's like who's in the room already and it was like i had either dated like either had a bad date slept slept with with. or tried to sleep with every woman on the staff and i was (sighs) like that is not like that wasn't even like cool i was like oh i gotta i gotta get my fucking life together i can't be like this because i never like thought that was cool like right. bag a lot of ladies you Yeah, know? like i'm like i'm a dude i get horned up or whatever but i'm not like like i'm not like patting myself on the back it's and,
0: not like a 90s show or where you're like oh yeah yeah this is not entourage yeah. uh, <laughs> but you know, the, there was some awkward stuff. There was like, you know, like. Did you have to confront it and be like, hey, look, I'm sorry about that. But we were in a working situation or were you not mature enough to do that? I luck- I'm lucky I never had like you bad blood. I right. Like
1: I had a couple exes who, you know, they didn't really want to see me much. But that's like normal. They were just like, you know. Yeah. But more than anything, it would be like I would be hanging out. You know, we weren't like official or anything. It was like we'd sleep together, go to dinner whatever, whatever. And then neither of us really wanted to date the other person. It was like warm body type of situation. And then, you know, nobody really knew. And so it wasn't a big deal. Um, I've had other times where it was kind of awkward and I kind of maybe didn't sleep with somebody, went on a date with somebody and then I didn't really pursue it. And then then would be on a show with them. But for the most part, I think the worst part about dating in this industry is now there's situations where sometimes me and my wife go out and there's two or three women that I've like at a, at a party or something, or maybe like just randomly at the club, you know, maybe I didn't date them or anything, but I tried to, right? or like, you know, I made out with them at a festival or something like that. And then likewise, you know, she's dated other comics. And so, there can just be like awkward, uh, just yeah, hotel conference room situations or whatever <laughs> bar is you know open. Um, but it's not, it's never been like ruined my life, you right. know.
0: You guys can kind of laugh at it now too because you're like, really? That guy, he's not even funny.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's a lot of that, <laughs> but there's also like, um, times where I won't even be conscious of it. Like, I was at the cellar one night and there was. Two women comics there that I had had, like, kind of, like, um, what do you call it? Flings with. Not You know, we weren't dating or anything. And I was just, like, being nice and cordial and talking to them. And then my wife was like, what the fuck are you doing? And I was like, oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> that's probably not great for you to just, like, see me l- laughing at a table with two women I've been intimate with. Um <laughs> But then at the same time, like I'm also like, you know, like occasionally a celebrity or somebody like that will like follow me on Instagram or like, you know, we'll have a rapport at the club and we're cool or whatever. But my wife gets like DMs from like everybody NFL football players and shit like that. Like, it's like this, if she wanted to, she's really doing the Lord's work because like if, if she wanted to, she could be right. Like she could be ringside (laughs) at a UFC (laughs) fight, you know,
0: yeah, that's true. I and does that bother you at all? In the sense where you you can hear her in interviews or something, and the guys kind of uh, flirt flirtatious or something like that, or you guys are like you're like ah, oh. or do you give her shit about that later? Where you're like, oh, did David Letterman just hit on you? Or, I don't give a shit about yeah. Letterman. Well, not Letterman. He actually was. Yeah, really Letterman
1: cool. can fuck my wife if he wants to. I, <laughs> I love David Letterman. Um, I also don't think he. Do Shout much. out
0: David if you're, you're yeah. listening. It's a, I don't think a he would do much legal damage. bonding. He's <laughs> a
1: pretty old guy. Um.
0: He don't know what he's carrying. That's true.
1: I, I just don't think, you know I feel like it's a soft hard. Um <laughs> Aren't
0: we all at this yeah, point though? Yeah, yeah,
1: I'm getting there. Um <laughs> but
0: I'm writing that down. <laughs> I
1: think that I think that more than anything, um I just try not to because I was jealous in the past. Um I try not to like even think about it because yeah. it's like you know, I, I can tell when somebody's like, there's definitely like dudes I know that like w- want to bang my wife, and I can see it in their eyes or I can hear it <laughs> in their voice. And especially like the way they say what's up to me, you know, yeah. it's like, motherfucker.
0: <laughs> oh, that's right. Cause yeah. then they have to say hi to you after. If yeah. you guys are together, you're like, come the, on,
1: dude. I know about your DM. Don't be this nice. <laughs> don't, don't do this shit. Um, but at the same time, um, It's just like, I can't do anything. I, I will never be the type of dude that goes through a lady's phone. Oh God. Like, or like, I will never let that happen to me. So all I can do is like be a good partner and try to be honest and stuff. And if she was to, you know, either lose interest in me or need that from somebody else, then I tried my best and you know, life happens. I don't, suspect that and you know if i found out it would obviously be upsetting but these guys that like will let their jealousy like make them so little that i just i don't ever right. want to be that type of dude
0: well, I mean, maybe this David Letterman cucking is what you guys need—not now, but if there's ever a yeah, a slow moment,
1: I'm going to be ai am going to be a, a cuck, but it's only with elderly men. You know,
0: <laughs> who else fits the bill that you would allow uh, in the cuck holding? Well, I'm assuming Rosebud's in on it as well, okay with it?
1: Um, man, that's hard. Who's <laughs> another old guy that I would be fine? Conan's pretty old now. It's- yeah, but that would just be uncomfortable to watch. He's like six six, you know. It'd just be a, I feel like Letterman's pretty tall though. He's too. tall too.
0: Yeah, you are tall too, right? You are like six two. Yeah,
1: I am not like weird tall. Yeah, there is like I think once you get above six three, you are weird tall. Is I that think, fair to say? I
0: don't know. I I wish all oh, I wish if I could say I was six foot anything I'd be so excited. Like my life would be so. Different. I don't even
1: think of you as under six foot. If that's any oh, thanks. kind of.
0: I wear I wear a lo- I wear big uh, <laughs> you wear, shoes.
1: You have high heel Jordans. Uh,
0: <laughs> well, my hair pops up, so it gives me like an inch up top, up in the front side. Oh yeah, so, but I'm that's still five ten at that point. So, I elderly tall creepy men are the way.
1: I I don't know if I honestly I I'm not a. I'm not like a big uh, mix it up type of guy. Like, <laughs> I, 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 this is weird. I, I am like a hornball, but I don't have any kinks. Yeah. And so it's like when people talk about like having threesomes or um, being open or I, do, it doesn't relate to me at all. Yeah. Toys, any of that. Cause I'm just like, I still am pretty stoked off sex
0: yeah i'm just excited i'm the same way when people are like do you want to do this i'm like nah let's just let's just stick to this yeah it's
1: pretty fun i'll play ball if somebody needs it i'm open to it yeah. yeah but like to an to an extent um but i don't like my first marriage i've talked about it before so i don't feel like i'm doing we like instead of just realizing we shouldn't have got married we were like maybe we should like spice it up spice it up and we'll like date other people and or like we'll be open we didn't even talk about it and then um like two weeks into that david letterman showed up yeah david letterman (laughs) he was in my bed
0: no i just was like two weeks later what i'm sorry i interrupted you
1: no uh it's fine um but it was just like every time i would hit on somebody because i don't go far out of my right you know and i didn't apps weren't a thing yet tinder wasn't a thing so i would like literally like a comic that i or whatever a lady in my kind of hemisphere um i would be like hey what's up you want to hang out and they're like you're married (laughs) and i was like no but we have a deal yeah and then be like gross and then i was (laughs) like all right and so that went on for like two weeks and then I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> Thinking my wife was in the same boat, and she was like, No, 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 no. It's good. It's, well, because
0: guys don't give a shit. They don't think it's gross. Yeah, They're guys like, are
1: like, you want to have sex? Cool. And
0: you're married, so I don't have to call you tomorrow. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: she was loving it, and um, so it was just like after that experience. I I think that's the whole deal. Like I think, you know, marriage is antiquated, and I think like there's like a little bit of a weird kind of like it's like i obviously still you know i was like walking here and there's like tw- every block has like you know like a flock of 25 year olds mm-hmm. without bras on and i'm just like jesus christ <laughs> but my wife i love my wife and this was the deal we made and i think once you kind of put some like when you kind of open it up it just it exposes cracks to everything and then all of a sudden it's like well do we need to even do this you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think, I think monogamy makes sense for me. Um, some people can do it. I never even dated, like, I would date people casually, but I wouldn't be like sleeping with multiple, multiple people at the same time. Yeah, like some people can do that. They're like, oh, you know, I'm gonna go on a date with this girl. We're gonna sleep together, and then I go on a date with this girl, and then the first girl me or not. I don't want to. It's a lot of work. Yeah, and I like get attached to people. Yeah. You know like I I can't I can't really sleep with somebody that I don't actually wanna like spend time with. There's very few.
0: So see that that's something that you talk about those flock of twenty five year olds without bras. The minute you talk to one of them, mm-hmm. you're like, ugh, like your boner just becomes soft hard immediately.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I and that's what happens.
0: That's that's what's good about getting older, right? Like, you you have a girl. I did a show last night. This beautiful girl's talking to me afterwards, but then she says something problematic or stupid. You're like, oh, like I can't even. Yeah, I can't. I don't even want to talk to you anymore. Just buy my merch and leave.
1: I yeah. That's the thing is, it's (laughs) like it's not even like it's like something that bugs me. It's just like something that's like a revelation of their age, where I'm like, oh gross yeah you're like a kid <laughs> go away you know yeah.
0: you weren't born on nine eleven. it's no. like yeah there's like crazy things situations those like things that. are that
1: that's always like feel like such a dirt ball I, I remember when i was 30 i went on a date with a girl that was like 20 and the whole time i felt like i was like on
0: to catch a predator you know what's funny about that and i just had a conversation and i'm the same way exactly the same way but then like Um, and I don't drink either, but I'm not sober. I'll drink like once every, you know, two months. And, uh, and, uh, you know,
1: that's Haram, right?
0: What's that? (laughs) (laughs) I'm
1: I'm going to tell your parents, dude.
0: (laughs) I'm not even Muslim, but, uh, that's funny. I like that. But, uh, but it's funny how. If I have drinks, I stop caring. I'm like, oh, you know what? So what? She, maybe she was, yeah, at the Capitol. Big yeah. deal. Who like, cares, dude? Nothing matters. And that's kind of like the sobriety of things. I don't know if that's what or age just makes me like be like, I'm just too tired. Like I'm like, I'll I'll match with someone and they're really young and they're like, let's do this. I just I saw you or they'll DM me and I'm like, and it doesn't happen very often. But I'm like, oh man, like five years ago I'd be like all over this. But I just want to get a burrito.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't have any, like, I've never been able to fake it, and if I don't find you interesting to talk to, I would just be like, you would be like, what's wrong the whole time? She'd be like, are you mad? And I'd be like, I'm bored, and I feel bad about just sticking around here to sleep with you. Um, There's always, like, caveats to that. I'm sure Rosebud is going to, like, you know, leave me for whoever the next mass singer is, and then... (laughs) <laughs> and then uh, you know Rudy I'll, Giuliani you know, was a give, mass singer. Yeah. I mean she, that
0: anything is possible. That's
1: another one. Rudy can get it. No, I'm kidding. Uh I doubt Rudy Giuliani's had a boner in fucking ten years. Uh well, non medicated boner. Um Those who live in glass houses and he shouldn't be throwing
0: boner I pills. I haven't
1: I haven't reached that point of age yeah, yet. Yeah, I haven't either. I mean I definitely can't like people are like we had sex 3 times. I'm like in 3 days and they're like no, one night. I'm like uh, I've always
0: been a one and done. Like I can hold out for a long time, but like people are like but well, they're like oh yeah, it's sex like 17 minutes later. I'm like what?
1: Yeah. That like, hurts. I like was like <laughs> never really capable of that. Um but you know, God bless you if you can. <laughs> it's also it's so weird because there's like so much There's so much like romance around sex, like in the sense of like, like this, you know, it's like all this writing about it. There's all this like cultural kind of significance to sex. You know, like what did Gore Vidal say? Gore Vidal said, I'll never turn down an opportunity to have sex or be on TV. Like, there's a million quotes like that about sex and what sex is and how much sex means. But, it's cool, but if I think if it like dictates the way you travel, yeah. you have serious deficits.
0: I think that when you're in your twenties, it does, right? Yeah. And for women, I think it does later in life because mm-hmm. they hit their prime later. And it's funny how how it is. It, it when we were younger, at least me, like we didn't have. I think this younger generation views sex differently because porn is readily available to them. They yeah. grew up with internet porn. We had to like find porn, like yeah. it was hard. You know, you I looked to, at
1: print porn.
0: Like I, I jerked porn. off. Yeah, I jerked off to tennis magazines when I was a kid. <laughs> like short skirts. I was like, oh, Steffi Graf. I mean, that's the thing that we had, and so they have like a different perception of sex than we did, and so I think it's just going in a weird direction, and that's why like these younger people are they need to, and maybe there is something to be said, but they need to have all these kinks. Yeah. Because
1: yeah, I I don't They had it earlier. I don't, when did you
0: lose your virginity? How old were you? 17. Yeah, that's normal.
1: I think I had I was actually kind of a late bloomer in the sense that um I wasn't like a late bloomer puberty, but like I was kind of raised in a house full of women and also my mom was very like open about sex stuff, but kind of like you can have sex, that's okay. But it should be important, and you should respect this other person. And so, when I was actually kind of like, I think somebody tried to have sex with me, like a a, a girl, when I was like fourteen or fifteen, and I was like, oh, I'm like scared. Like, I don't, I don't know what yeah. I like.
0: Did you talk to your mom about it, or no? You're just saying you, you inner, your inner dialogue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay.
1: I, I, was not. I, I think one time I comfortable uh, with your mom. I have a very embarrassing story where a girl gave me a blowjob when I was like 15 and I totally ghosted her. Like I, I just, it was like one of these random, like four kids, four teenagers, like partying in a house. And then I got a blowjob at the end of it. And, uh, then I was like, Oh, I don't like you like that. And so her and her friends came up with this thing where they like told me that she was pregnant. And I was like, 15 so i was like i, I guess that it's mine can happen like or something yeah. like that and i told my mom that and my mom was like okay what happened and i was like i got a blowjob and she was like you're so stupid dude <laughs> that's like the like i'm a i'm a nurse and a lamaze teacher and you've known about how babies are made you almost your entire life and you're you, such a disappointment you are so stupid bro <laughs> and i was like
0: That's actually pretty funny.
1: Yeah, it was a bummer, dude. I was like, I was like, how did I fall for this? There's probably six people listening right now. Like, wait, so you can't
2: get a girl pregnant?
1: I mean, I knew, but I was just like, well, maybe some like got loose or like we were like dry humping. (laughs) I just like was like, I don't know. I didn't think it like went through her stomach into her uterus. (laughs) That's not what I was thinking. But I was like, I guess you know. And then. They were like, gotcha. And I was like, fuck. Um,
0: (laughs) Yeah. So 15-year-old Andy was not uh, destined for Ivy League, I assume. You know, I was like,
1: I tested well. I got into some good private colleges. None. I was not like, I was like, I'd like been a real bad student my first two years of high school. And then I like turned it around because it was popular. Like all the popular kids were gonna go to good schools, so I was like, "Oh, let me try this." And so I think I probably had a shot at some better schools. I mean, I got in the University of Washington, which is like that's a good school, kind of a little below Berkeley, but um, I just was like, I I had no direction whatsoever. I went to like Lake Tahoe and skied for two years after high school. It was very much a waste. I got down there and I was like, oh, I'm not good enough to do this professionally. Right. And then I was like, but it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. I huh. went to school at night in a high school when I was my freshman, sophomore year. Yeah. So there was a junior college outside of kind of in between Sacramento and Lake Tahoe, this junior college called the Sierra College or something like that. And they had a satellite campus in the town that I went to, like the ski town. Okay. So at night in the high school in Truckee, California, you could take college courses. Wow. So it was like one night was like literature it's like a
0: side project. Really, at that point, it's it was like, so yeah. weird.
1: It was just like
0: school's my side hustle. Thirteenth
1: like... year of high school. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, that's fun. Yeah. Well, we learned something today that, uh, that uh, you can you can get through life knowing very little as a child and, and 15 years old thinking you can get someone pregnant. Yeah. Chaps.
1: That's a bummer. But I also, I think I advocated for, um, inter career, uh, intra career, uh, romance. I think it's all right. You know?
0: Yeah. So, uh, maybe
1: don't marry another comic, but definitely like <laughs> you know, sleep with each okay. other, you know?
0: Yeah, I don't know if you uh I don't know if you passed that. We have some callers calling in that have some questions. Uh Roseanne no. I uh, <laughs> where could uh we're out of time. I'm sorry, Andy, I kept you a little longer than normal. What where can people find out more about your schedule and uh and you and and the stuff you're doing, your podcast and stuff like that?
1: Um so my podcast is on hiatus because we both are just fried. Way so that'll be back yeah. in October. But um what's it called again? Tell Find Your Beach. Right. Um I do that with my wife, my beautiful wife, Rosebud Baker. And then um I am going to be at the Montreal Festival at the end of this month, July. And then I'm going to be in the UK for most of August. So if you're a London listener, come look for me at one of the London clubs uh, or Brighton. And then um, the fall is indetermined. Where
0: people can find your dates? Where's the the most I put
1: everything on Instagram and Twitter? And uh, I have like a link in bio for all the dates. Hell yeah. All that shit's there.
0: All right, Andy. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thanks, this man. has uh, been really fun and helpful. I don't know if I you've you've sold the the concept of intra dating. I don't
1: know if I sold it either. It's just it. But worked. I like to give people a perspective. We're it like, worked uh, for me.
0: You know, like the equal time thing on on um, on TV. We're trying to do that here.
1: Just be prepared to you know have your normal relationship implode when you decide to miss their father's funeral because <laughs> a bar offered you fifteen minutes. But it's you the know. other
0: side, yeah. It happens. Uh, thanks, Andy. Thanks all for listening to another edition of Singles Only
2: podcast. I'm still stay-